0: Hello my love, welcome to the Asian Women Mean Business podcast, hosted by me, Rupinda Kaur. I will share tools, tips and experiences to help make your life easier, bolder and happier. We will bring in guests who have lessons to share about life, purpose and relationships and how they overcome their challenges to create a life that they are proud of. My hope is that each episode will shine more light on your life and help you gain clarity on who you are, recognise your strengths to empower you to become a powerful woman. Someone who knows her worth, who is confident about herself and her identity. A woman who is willing to evolve to become the best version of herself, not just for her but for future generations. Are you ready? Well let's get started with this week's episode. Hi, welcome to this week's episode. We're going to be talking about self-love. Now, hear me out. If you're anything like I was a few years ago, when you hear the phrase self-love, you may roll your eyes, you might cringe a little bit, and you might be thinking, what on earth is she on about? Isn't that just something that's selfish and self-indulgent? Who cares about self-love? But let me tell you, Self-love is the foundation to everything else in your life. It dictates how you feel about yourself, how worthy you feel about yourself, the expectations you have of yourself and others. It feeds directly into your confidence, your self-esteem, how you take criticism, how you bounce back. All of that is directly linked to self-love. Growing up, I was raised with the idea that I must put myself last in everything I do. Um, and I think a lot of us in the South Asian community as women are particularly used to that. So we, we come from a community where, you know, reverence is paid to the patriarchy, where women are usually meant to be seen and not heard. And then the idea of us having our own needs that need to be fulfilled is something that's so abstract and out there that it feels really unaccessible. So whether it was a goal or a dream, an idea or something that I wanted to do, it was always put to the back burner. And I grew up to be really selfless in every aspect that I often thought if I wasn't doing something for other people, then it wasn't worth doing. And I know that's something really common in our community. But here's the thing. When self-love has been such a foreign concept, it can be so difficult to connect with it. And don't get me wrong, I still believe that being selfless is such an amazing quality and it's such an incredible trait to possess. We often talk about in our faith, in Sikhi and in other faiths, the importance of selfless seva. So doing something for others with no expectation of any reward or anything to come back. Now, that being said, I have learned that when you love yourself and make your well-being a priority, you can serve others in such a better capacity. I've learned that in order to serve others in a truly selfless way, you need to love yourself first. So, when I lived my life based on other people's opinions or desires, I never felt truly fulfilled. I felt like I was just going through the motions of life and didn't really feel inspired or motivated because I wasn't sitting with myself and my own personal dreams and aspirations, because I was being told that, that was very selfish you know, that we do things for the collective good of our family and our community, and to have your own personal dreams and aspirations within that can feel really selfish. The impact that has on so many of us is that we decide to start living very small, we shrink ourselves in various ways, and we make sure that other people's needs are prioritized over ours. I felt like that, I felt like I had to do things that I had to do, I should do, just for the sake of um, being selfless. But when you live your life like that, you can't truly benefit anyone. Because what happens is, when you're doing things for other people, but you don't feel like it's something you really want to do, it harbours a feeling of resentment, of bitterness. If you're constantly putting yourself out there for other people, but you're feeling tired, overwhelmed, exhausted, that's not a fair exchange. So earlier this week, I spotted this quote by Lucille Ball. Love yourself first and everything else falls into line. You really have to love yourself to get anything done in this world. I believe that when you live into the calling and purpose you feel on your life, you can serve others in a way that you wouldn't be able to do otherwise. I always talk about that, that my innate gifts and abilities as a coach is to help women see their purpose, to get clarity on what that is and then to help you find the courage to live your life in accordance with that. I also believe that's true when it comes to self-care as well. I spent so many years of my life going from obligation to obligation and keeping myself busy for the sake of being busy because I thought that if I spent all of my time serving others, I would be enough, that my life would be enough. I gave everyone else 100% of me and left myself with nothing. That left me to a place where I was feeling so run down, my body couldn't take it anymore, my mind couldn't take it and my spirit couldn't take it. I got really sick. I spent a large part of that year feeling really stressed out and it really hit me hard. And that's when I realised, when my body completely turned off, when I was exhausted and depleted, that I had just gone from saying yes to yes to yes. And the person that I should have said yes to was myself, but I ignored my needs. So when I got sick I was forced to take care of myself in a way that I never had before because there was no other option. I could either live how I was living and continue to get more sick or I could change my lifestyle, change my mindset and start to put some boundaries in place. I realised that I needed to put the oxygen mask on myself before I could continue helping others. I learned a lot of lessons during that time, but even though that season was dark and scary and full of bad days, I found myself in a new way. I found my voice in a new way since I was forced to slow down and say no to pretty much everything that was non-essential in my life. I realised that past passions had been tucked away. So when I dove headfirst into wellness, into pursuing the people, the projects and the things that brought me joy, I haven't looked back since. When I started to feel about better about a year later, I realised that I needed to shift my mindset and the priorities that I had carried with me for so long. I slowly began to reshape my thinking until I truly believed that it is not selfish to take care of yourself. It is not selfish to make your well-being of the utmost priority. I learned that nobody else is going to take care of me if I don't take care of myself first. As I started on this new journey to self-love, I began to see a passion stir up inside of me. I knew that other people and other women in particular were really struggling with the concept of self-love and self-care. I know that they were struggling and living on empty and I suddenly became really passionate about sharing my ideas on self-care, self-love, self-worth and how to put your needs ahead of others. So since wellness and self care is such a huge priority to me now, I've completely reframed my thinking on the word selfish. Because of how I live my life now, I have been able to serve and love others in a way I never thought possible. I truly believe that I'm a better wife, friend, daughter and businesswoman because I make myself a priority and treat myself with the same love and respect I would give anyone else. When you treat yourself like you would treat others, you begin to blossom in a way that you never thought possible. When you take care of your mind, body and soul, you are able to serve and love others in a way that comes from true love and joy. I believe that if we want to change the world, it has to start with us. It starts with you. Put on the oxygen mask and don't ever be sorry for it. And not just in the superficial sense of love, like exercising regularly, watching less TV, of course all of that is important. It's a time to really fully and wholly love yourself from top to bottom, inside and out, to love yourself to the point of waking up every morning with a heart flowing with gratitude for all that you have in your life. I love myself unconditionally, my quirks, my flaws, my all of those things that make me me, I love all of them. I'm not perfect. I don't claim to be perfect. I have flaws and foibles just like you, but that's okay. That's what makes me human. I'm not in the business of presenting a fully polished self to others. To love myself the way I'd hoped for someone else to one day to love me fiercely and unafraid to show it. And I want that for you. When I've stepped into self love, it has meant that I can be myself unapologetically. I am a bit geeky. I love psychology. I love English literature. I love Harry Potter. I love fiercely. If you're part of my inner circle, you will have my loyalty and I will have your back unconditionally. And the only reason I can do that is because I love myself. I love who I am. I have a really firm grounding in who I am. The other lesson I've learned by loving myself is to not be a martyr. Of course, I am there for other people. I'm there for my family, my friends, my clients, my members, but not at the expense of my needs, not the expense of my health, not the expense of my well-being. It does not serve us to be there for others to the detriment of ourselves. And that's been really difficult because growing up, I've never seen a South Asian woman put herself first we have always put others first, you know, it's always the kids first, always the men first. When I think about growing up and, and you know, having functions and dinner parties, it was always the men that ate first, then it was the kids and then whatever was left was for the women. It doesn't serve us to continue with that mindset because it makes us ill, it makes us full of resentment and bitterness and I see that in women. I see this suppressed rage that is locked inside of them because their needs are not being fulfilled. I've also realised that self-love is a daily practice. There are things that I have to do for myself because they make me feel good and I don't compromise on them. So my advice to you would be make a list of the things that make you feel good. So if you particularly have a really great day, just take a moment and reflect what was it that made that day great? What did you do for yourself in that day? And make sure you're doing more of that in your days. The final thing I've realized is that self-love is not a destination to be reached when everything in our life is perfect. We can't say, "Oh, I love myself when I've dropped the extra 20 kg's or when I have an extra 20 kg in my account or when I'm married or when my kids love, leave home or when they're settled or when my parents are more settled." We can't put a condition on self-love. We have to love ourselves wherever we are in the season of our lifetime and dig into it completely. So I'll leave you with those suggestions. I hope that helps and supports you on your journey to self-love as we work through this month and the month of February and self-love. Just remember it's not selfish by filling your own cup fully, you can give to others from a place of abundance and overflow, as opposed to the dregs that are coming out of you because you're feeling exhausted. So until next time, my sister, take care. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode. Do subscribe, leave a review and share. It would mean the world to me.